Hello and welcome to the Blues Guitar Show with me, your host, Ben Martin. This week we hit 2,000 downloads, which is really awesome. Um, yeah, really cool. So thank you to everyone that's been downloading it. That's really, really good. And uh, I hope everyone's enjoying the guitar lesson stuff. In this episode, we're going to look at unlocking the fretboard. This is one of the keys to being able to improvise and compose on the guitar freely without having to try and picture scales or picture chord shapes along the neck as we're going. And we're going to try and do this just by using something that you already know, or probably already know. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at a G bar chord. You might notice I'm playing a nylon string today because I'm recording this at 6.45 in my office, and in my office I only have a nylon string guitar. <laughs> so, a G bar chord. So from the top down, top to the bottom, we've got three, five, five, four, three, three. Okay, and what a lot of people don't know is that within this, we have three separate movable chord shapes, which are gonna show us how we can recreate this chord anywhere across the neck. So if we start from the bottom, the first movable chord we have, the first movable G major chord, is the bottom three strings. So now if we just play the bottom three strings, we're going to play fret three on string one, fret three on string two, and then fret four on string three. Okay, so that's our G, our D, and our E. Uh, G, D, B. G, D, and B. It's very early. G. This is our G major triad. Okay, it's the bottom part of the full chord. Now this G major triad, we can move to anywhere on the neck and it remains a major triad with the root note on string one. So if we move this major triad up one fret from G up to here, which would be four, four, five, we get a G sharp major triad. If we move it up to fret five, we get an A major triad. If we move it up to fret 10, we get a D major triad. So you can play whole chord sequences. Just using this little triad form here. So this is the first hidden little chord that we have within our G bar chord. Just play that anywhere up the neck and it'll always give you a major triad as long as you know which note we're playing on string one. Play it on fret one, we get the F. Play it on fret eight, we get the C. So that's a really, really good trick. Uh, and somewhere that's something that I've found really useful when playing chord sequences. So uh, if I want to just change up a chord sequence and make it a little bit more interesting, you can throw in one of those triads. If we're playing A, for example, then you can just throw in throw in going up to the octave. Same thing if we do D. Just throw it in different chord sequences and you'll start finding that um, you start to recognize where these notes are on the neck and of course now we know where a D is we can always start playing the scale from there 
so it can show us our little pathways and routes across the neck to the different scales. So that's the first one, the major triad on the bottom three strings. Next, let's look at the middle three strings. So now back to our G bar chord. Let's move to finger one on the second string, fret three, the D. Finger two on fret four, string three, the B. And then our third finger on the G, on D string, so fret five. So we have the B string, fret three, G string four, D string five. Okay, and these three together are another triad. Okay, before we had, well now we're just changing this G for this G. So this little shape here is another completely movable major triad. So if we move this up one fret, G sharp major triad. Move it up one fret, A major triad. Now this time the root note is our third finger on the D string. But the movement remains the same, okay? So as long as we know where that fourth string root note is with our third finger, we always know where we have where we have another triad. So if we look at a specific example, um, let's take B for example, we need to find where B is on string four. Now if we just count up on string four, we know where the G is, the G is on fret five. G, sharp one is G sharp, we have A, A sharp, then we have B. Okay, so we know that's our B triad. Let's go back to the G. Do we remember where the G is, we just need to count up or down. So if we wanted to do an F major triad, we'd go backwards, so G, G flat, F sharp, F. So we can play chord sequences and then add in these notes. So say we're playing, so say the chord sequence is, uh, let's say G, C, A. We can add in regular G, Back to the G. And then using the first form that we learned with the root on the um, bottom string, the root on string one, do the same thing, so G. the first two, the first two sort of hidden shapes within that G bar chord. The first one being the bottom three strings, the second one being strings two, three, and four. The third one is the most obvious one, the one that I think everybody already knows, which is the top three strings. So the top three strings of a bar chord. So if we play the G bar chord, top three strings, we've got G, we've got D, we've got G. Okay, this isn't actually a triad, this is just a five chord, because we have two roots and the fifth. Okay, but this one again, we can move anywhere up the guitar. So taking the same chord sequence of G, C and A, G, 
bar. Five. And there we have it. I think just play along with those or play around with those shapes and you'll really find that they start to be really useful. Um, what I usually tell my students is to just choose a song that you know really well. For example, Knocking on Heaven's Door is a great one. It's just G, D, C. And then add in those new triad forms. So G. And then maybe when you go to the C. start playing around with them and using them as jumping off points for solos I find is really really useful um, just knowing a few of these chord forms it means you've instantly got something to work off if you've got a G for example and you wanted to start soloing in G you could just start going and you've already got a kind of trio of notes there and you know you've got it here too and of course above the 12th fret if you wanted to go up there too. Recommendations for something to listen to this week, um, not related to this, this lesson uh, much at all really, but still really, really great. Ben Harper has just released a new acoustic album, um, pretty much all slide, slide guitar, instrumental slide guitar, but I think it's really, really cool and really worth checking out. It's called Winter is for the Lovers. So Ben Harper, Winter is for the Lovers. Go and listen to it. All right, so short one for today, but what I think is a very, very useful one and something that is really, really worth working on, focusing on, and practicing. For anything else, head over to my website, www.benmartin-music.com. I've actually got a new, um, a new album I'm going to be releasing soon, probably next month, uh, a collection of a bunch of singles and stuff I've released over the last couple of years, so I think that's going to be, um, I think that's going to be good. So head over there and check that out. Also, if you want to check out the Acoustic Blues Guitar Fundamentals course, head over to my website or to udemy.com and type in Blues Guitar Fundamentals and hopefully you should find it there. All right, I'll see you guys next time. Are you fully fretboard confident? Do you know where the notes are, how they connect and how they move up and down the strings? My latest book, The Triad Method, is all about using simple three note shapes to completely unlock the fretboard. This book is absolutely full of light bulb moments that are going to demystify the neck three notes at a time. I've compiled a huge number of diagrams, shapes and exercises based on over 10 years of teaching this stuff to make it as simple as possible. Download The Triad Method and see for yourself today. Link is in the description below.